Are you wandering in the wilderness? Or are you a voice in the wilderness? Welcome to the Revival Cry podcast. This is your host, Eric Miller. Isaiah 40 verse 3 says, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. The goal of this podcast is to encourage you to use the voice God has given you to make Jesus famous. Every week, we will share principles from the Word of God, interviews, and encouragement in order to strengthen your voice. Thank you for joining me today. And now here is today's podcast. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Revival Cry. This is your host, Eric Miller. So glad that you've chosen to be with us today. I have a very special interview that I want to share with you today. My good friends, Bobby and Anna Estorba. We've known these guys a long time, and I want you to hear their story today. We're going to talk about how Jesus changed their lives and their marriage and their family and how he's using them as they feed 120 kids every week. Praise God. If you're watching us on YouTube, we're so glad that you found us there. But all of you who are listening on Mango Radio or by podcast, you can find Revival Cry on all those three separate locations. So thank you again for joining us. I want to open up with a scripture today from 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 24. Now, Paul is talking to the Corinthian church about marriage, kind of what you should do in whatever situation that you're in. But in verse 24, he says, Brothers and sisters, each person is responsible to God, should remain in the situation that they were in when God called them. You know, like you guys, when you first got married... I don't think that you were actually married at first when you met, right? Mm-hmm. You you were living together before you got married. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So what was what was the situation that you guys were in? You grew up here in Davao City. Yeah. <clears throat> and both of you are from and grew up in Agdao, or I think you uh, were... I grew up in uh, Dabao del Norte, in Panabo. Okay. I, I grew up here in Dabao City. Okay. And so you met here? Yeah, we met here to get, um, sa Dabao City. And growing up, were you guys Christians, or what was it no, like? No, no, we were not Christian at all. Before we knew G- we know Jesus, uh, we already uh, married. And when you met, before you got married... You were living together? Was yeah. that the situation? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And what was life like? Like, what, where were your hearts at? What were you giving yourself to before Jesus? Uh, so before Jesus, I was, uh, we live uh, with her, with his father. Yeah. So um, living with them, so I'm, I want to, you know, be to get in or to be fit in, you know, with, with his with dad. His dad yeah. So while he was working, um, his, his father and us going um, to birthdays, you know, we get been invited, we going, uh, we go, we go to friends and then have get drunk and then do video K. Gotcha. So that was uh, my life before, you know, when he's at work and he also have a different 
Yeah. Uh, my my life before uh, I worked before in uh, uh, as a waiter in a restaurant. Right. Uh, yeah, and uh, uh, I worked there. Uh, I uh, every time the work is done, uh, I go always in with my friends. I go always in the the bar drinking alcohol. Wow. Almost every dawn morning I came. Yeah. Wow. I came uh, always drunk. Wow. Because uh, I choose my friends to go to go that bar always. So what do you think it was the drawing for drinking for getting drunk? I mean, this sounds like it was an issue for the both of you. Was it just because of hopelessness? Was it because of the poverty and things that you grew up in? What what was it like? Uh, I think because of the prints that I choose, that's not good for me. Gotcha. And then before my life is very curious, I'm slave of sin. Yeah. I'm full of kanang lust, alcohol, gamblers. Yeah. That's my life before. Wow. And I have I know God, but I have no relationship with God. Wow. But <clears throat> I trust God, but but my life is kanangeng uh, I'm slave of sin before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the reason why I drawn to that drunkard because I grow up, you know, my my parents, my dad. Um, you know, always drunk at home, and then while um, we're living together, now I was I re I really want like pleasing his father, uh-huh. so I was like, okay, wherever he asks us, okay, let's go there and have some fun. We'll I'll go. Um, right. You know, I'll bring Mika with me, who's our eldest daughter. He was like two or three years old that time. The reason why I did that is like I I want to be fit in. I want to uh-huh. be fit in to have you know. Um, people with me because I experienced um, rejection you gotcha. know, by uh, my So own. both of you, it was the friends, family wanting to fit in, mm. be accepted. Yeah. And so you start doing that. And you've seen other people do that growing up. Mm-hmm. And so you think that's normal. Yeah. yeah. So I believe we had started a church here just down the street from where we are today in Agdal, mm-hmm. Davao City. And... Somebody reached out to you. Yeah, um, actually, sir, <coughs> the the first time I exper- um, experienced is was um, his father got invited from a cre- uh, by a Christian to, to because they I think they dedicate this child their children. Okay. And then it was uh, it was that church uh, like back at the back of convenience store. Okay. And so because our church we yeah, had there. Yeah, ch- that church that you had. So because you know um, his father, okay, let's go, let's go. Always uh, wow. um, bringing me, and then that was the the very first time that I I I really felt different in my heart. You do the altar call that time actually, wow. and then I I was I don't want I didn't respond because his father is is there. Wow. Because I I I don't want to respond because I'm I'm so concerned what he will be thinking of. Oh, wow. Like. You know, because we, you know, we we get drunk together. Yeah, you know, yeah. We go to parties together. He knows you. Yeah. He knows me, and then we just, you know, sit by, sit, you know, it's yeah. a, uh, by, uh, we're sitting together at at at, at, the, at the church, and then I really wanted to respond a call. I I don't remember the what what you um that time, but right. there's time something stirring in my heart, and then one time you go to that place, uh, Iraq. This so, is Iraq. Yeah. It's a little section of an area called Agdal that is here in Davao City. So they call it Iraq. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and then I remember you told me you were doing evangelism that time, I think, with, with, the, with, with the team. Of, okay. Uh, some of the people. And then I remember you told me, um, hey, you're, you look, 
familiar. <laughs> you you told me that you know when you know when uh, there's crowded people, but yeah. you pointed at me. Hey, you look familiar. And then I responded at like you know um, only few English. Oh, I've been to your church. <laughs> like I, we've been invited, and then you introduced me to Lila, one of uh, the oh, DTC, okay. right. to do a Bible study. One of the house. girls that yeah. our family was discipling, mm. and she came and started spending yeah. time with you. Yeah, and no hesitant. I I I said yes. I he, he she can come to but my house. But that time I did not know that yeah. she conduct the Bible study there. No, I, he don't know that yet. Because time. I always against. So that's how I started um, coming to the church, to getting the church, involved, getting involved to the church. And now I think I remember a specific story that you were convicted of sin and you are struggling to surrender your life to God, and then you're walking on the beach one day. Um, my story is like before I've been to your church, there was one time that I'm watching, I'm just watching TV and then I really felt like the emptiness of my heart. My, my, I, I got very, uh, I, you know, I, it's like my heart is weeping inside that I really mm-hmm. don't understand. And, and, and when I know the Lord, uh, I know that that's the emptiness that I've been looking mm-hmm. for. So, um, the beach thing is what well, I think one of the first testimony that I have, how, God shows his faith, his faithfulness. Yeah. Because um he, um by his work before we only have uh he only have you know few salary and then um I think uh one week before his um salary I only have few left money in my hand. Right. That I I need to be you know to figure out uh during that one week and then I I said Lord if you're if you're true then you will provide. For, the, for the food, for, for the, the food, yeah. yeah, for the food for this week. And, and then, you were so, walking on the beach. Yeah, uh, I, I, I already, I used to do that already. You okay. know, going to the beach during the night, I bring flashlight. You know, um, pale. Looking and I for what? For oh. looking for crabs and fishes and like that. But that time, that night is really different. I already walk. We already walk like two hundred meters already, uh-huh. and I haven't caught any, any even one. Wow. And then and it's like. Where is the crab goes? Where is the fishes goes? Yeah. And then when I decided to turn back home, there I saw stone and then I saw bubble. The, the water is bubbling. It's like there's breathing under. Yeah. And I only bring a small pail, you know, and then uh, a knives. And it was like I saw then there's octopus. <laughs> wow. You know, it's like waving at me. Hey. And so you grab that and head yeah, there. Yeah, I do this. I gr- I took it, <laughs> the knife and then did it and then. Um, got, uh, and that, that was dinner. How long did that last you for? That long for one day. And wow. we survived for one day. And then I st- I was praising the Lord because wow. th- I experienced God's the provision. provision. And now you're like, whoa, the Lord's breaking through. You're starting to surrender your life. But Bobby is still not yeah, coming to the Lord. Real quickly, how did you come to the Lord, Bobby? What was happening? <clears throat> uh, because of... Uh, I said earlier that I always uh, go home. I always drunk, and every time I go home, I sleep. And that day, uh, almost today, every time I sleep, she always pray for me. Wow. Yeah, she always pray. But I, I did not know that time that she always pray for me because I against uh, I I against her always. Why you go to the church? Don't yeah. bring my children to the church because uh, because some of the people told me that. Uh, your wife attend the church. It's a cult. Yeah, some of the people <laughs> they told me they, they, yeah, yeah. They, they, they poison my my mind, and then these people did not know also the truth. Then I'm listening to these people that 
I, we are always arguing that don't go to the church. But wow. every time I go in my work, she went to that church, <laughs> and then I wa- I warn her, I warn her that don't take my yeah my child. So so she starts coming, yeah. and then when when is it that you surrender your life to the Lord? When the time that I resign my work because there's a problem that time, I resign and then I sit down and. Uh, in front of the church, in front of the church, I waiting for her because I I don't plan to to go to the to, church just right. just just outside. I am waiting for her to tell the bad news that I have no work. Then when she go out, I I tell her that I have no work, but I need to find uh, another job. And then uh, he told me that uh, uh, after uh, that night, he told me that I. I'm I'm surprised by your response because I responded well. If that's the Lord's will, then God will provide another work differently for you. than how yeah. you normally yeah. would yeah. respond. He, he yeah. thought that I will wow. be mad. I will get mad. I will not. What you know? He 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 thought that I so will. So he responded with yeah. peace. And yeah. then I responded with his peace, and then I invite him inside here wow. because I think that's um Sunday yeah. we're doing our service here too. Okay. So In my mind, ah. Uh, I think I need to attend the, the church this Sunday, but if I did not like, I go out. Just right. I need to observe what happening inside yeah, the church. Yeah, right. Then when I enter the the church, lot of the members of the church they know my name. <laughs> they, they 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 told me, "Baby, I'm happy because you are here." Then I'm shocked because why these people know my name? They've been they, praying yeah, for you. Yeah, because I did We've not know that, that they always for praying for me. Wow. They, they include me in prayer, but I'm surprised with all that these people they know my name. Then, I'm just just thinking <laughs> while I'm sit down, I'm just my mind. He was shocked. I'm shocked. So now, now you're both right with God. You are convicted to get married, or you're already married. We are, we're already, we're married. already married. Okay, so you're already married, and now we already have the feeding program started. How long have you been working with the feeding program now? Do you know? Uh, I think thirteen uh, years. Thirteen years. 13 wow. Years. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. And these guys have faithfully served the Lord. I mean, they're cooking meals for 100 kids Monday through Friday. They're visiting the families. They're leading the parents to the Lord. They're helping disciple them. I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into this. And we have a a team of people that help. But Bobby and Anna have really been the longest lasting uh, members of our feeding program. And it I think the timing was amazing that not only did you get right with God, but we really, I think it was the Lord's will for you guys to get involved with this feeding program because you've made such a difference. And so in the midst of all the changes and you have three beautiful kids and it's you, there was some struggle in the marriage and you were trying to learn how to you know, like the scripture we were just reading, how to submit ourselves to each other. And it was hard. And, you know, we would meet with you guys, counseling and things like that. What were just some of the struggles? We just have a little bit of time. But what were some of the struggles that you were dealing with as a married couple? Okay. Um, well, the mostly the struggle that we have is, you know, our characters. Right. Yeah. Our characters. So when... Um, our characters, you know, just banging each other, like, you know, um, he had a big voice, it was like, are you mad at me? So, yeah, yeah. you know, sometimes, and even if it's normal for him, I'm still adjusting. Yeah. It's like, so we have this um, um, fight that um, 
like commonly for us it's it's the characters uh -huh. you know that, that we have but at the end of the day uh, me personally I come to the Lord that Lord you bring us together you know I know that you distant us together for right. some reason and I know that you're going to use us um, I will give it give to give everything to you yeah the, w the struggle that we have right now i will surrender it to you wow. um and then i always ask the lord lord have your way in us Amen. lord um i know that this is i know that we we will overcome this and we overcome a lot of things through you and because of your help yeah so i was like i'm, I'm all for god like lord whatever sure. You know that the situation that we were facing in i know that you're here i know that you are watching us i know that you helped us and i know that you will keep us so as you're dealing with this tension in your marriage and everything something happens recently that you ended up renewing your marriage vows yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it, it was just a it was a surprise and we are really thankful for our, our home group or our home group leader it was yeah. not, it was we, we we didn't plan it at all and it, it's where for me the experience is really good i think for me it's like we're newly married sure. that we never we didn't renew our vows because we experience i experienced you know walking down the aisle you know he's uh -huh. so well so, tell us tell us what your first wedding was like the first wedding is <laughs> like um it's funny because we don't we are unbeliever really, before. Yeah, so we're, because we're unbeliever, and you know, uh, I live with my aunt that time, and then when he when she knew that I got pregnant, and then um, maybe she was thinking that Bobby would run away, so she was the one pushing it through to get us married. So right. which which you you told him that you were pregnant, yeah, yeah. and he was thinking of yeah, he yeah. told me that, yeah. yeah, he told me because she she lived in far far. Uh, uh, the, the mountain, mountain okay. and it's I live here in city. the city when I not when I noticed that she is pregnant I plan to escape <laughs> going to very far area that she did not know and then wow. uh, I removed my uh, sim sim card yeah he wants so I, pla oh, yeah, so I, I plan to throw or or break but there is something hold me and then I, I I feel conviction that uh I need to take responsibility because uh, because of the child. Right. Yeah. So what did what did your aunt do? So my aunt like okay he, she pushes me okay uh, go tell Bobby that uh, you will get married <laughs> I will help you we don't have money yeah, that time right. yeah. so he, she spent you know the yeah. at all but not too much but she gave us money you know to get uh, the papers and everything and that and that to have like a civil have, yeah, yeah civil wedding so. Uh, the several wedding that we have is like it, it, we call it kasalang bayan. Yeah. Kasalang bayan means uh, uh, there's more couple, couples that married at what at what. Uh, so at it, time. how many couples got married so at that we're time? We're twelve pairs. Twelve couples. Twelve pairs. Twelve couples. And that where time. was this located? Um, sa mountain, mountain. sa Dabao del Norte. Yeah. Oh, so it wasn't in the city. Yeah, it, was it's, a, it wasn't in Panaka. the city. It's in a wow. It's in a so during ah, fiesta okay. they have kasalang bayan so several weddings sa fiesta. So was there actually a priest who who um, did the wedding? Only mayor. So so the mayor did the wedding. The mayor did the wedding. Gotcha. So wow, it's really not um intimate wedding. Which I was a part of one of these before in Davao City. We had a former couple that used to work with us, and you know many of these couples are very poor. 
They don't have the money to have a wedding. They know they shouldn't be living together, but they have children. And so it's it's a challenge. And so the government allows them to get married and they do like a mass wedding. I remember the one I was a part of had probably about 40 to 50 couples. And it met under like the flyover here, which is like a bridge. Mm -hmm. They underneath the bridge, they set up chairs. And I mean, to our friends in America, you might be thinking, wow, I never heard of such a thing. (laughs) But it's it's a unique way to help people get married that want to get married, but don't have any money. Um, uh, Not all the time. uh, Most of the time, I should say, there's not a priest or a pastor there is mostly just a government official mm. who's involved. And so that's what you guys did. But recently you just renewed your vows. And what was that like? It's, it's, um, it, it's really different. Like, um, so um, just a quick, because I've been, uh, when I get, when I got Christian, when I've been, when I met the Lord already, I experienced um, the, the Christian wedding. And it's really, Lord, this is. You saw somebody else's yeah, wedding. Somebody else's wedding. It was like, Lord, this is different, and I really, you know, I, I have this longing in my heart to have a Christian wedding mm. because it's really different, you know. Sure. And uh, dreaming about this, you know, for the past years, I, I asked the Lord why I want to have this kind of marriage. Right. It's really the blessings of the Lord that I, I that what, you know, wow. what, what I want. And as for me, it's like, it's really special because now when we knew the Lord. It, yeah. It's, you know, to have this You know the union, Lord now, yeah, like before you did Than before. So, it's very special because um, the union, you know, that the Lord put us right. through, the blessings of the Lord that we have. Yeah. Because, you know, working together sure. and knowing the Lord, it's it's really different, different and it, it's really amazing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You know, it is really amazing and, the families, most of the families that these guys minister to, the kids in the feeding program, most of them, a lot of them are not married yeah. or yeah. they're living in situations where there's, uh, you know, adultery. Yeah. There is, you know, maybe another, We they in the Philippines, they call it a sideline, you know, where the father might be with another woman, even have a, a totally different, separate family from his first family. Mm. And it's not uncommon, unfortunately, but what these guys are talking about is that the marriage covenant that they know that they have in Christ Mm -hmm. now, you know, because Casey and I have always said that marriage is not about two people, it's about three, because really marriage is based on covenant. Mm -hmm. And yes, people can come together physically, but as far as spiritually, that's only something that God can help us do. And when we're born again, when we surrender our life to Jesus and we're living for him and we get married or we renew our covenant, it really is special. It helps people to know that, okay, I need to remain in the situation that I'm in and not give up on my spouse. Mm -hmm. If the Lord has not given up on me, then I should, you know, continue to be faithful to my spouse because there's so much temptation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What would you guys say, Bobby, what would you say to the man who's listening to you right now who who wants to find a sideline? Or maybe he has another yeah. girlfriend on the yeah, side. Yeah. What would you say? Uh, 
what I said earlier, uh, I'm a slave of last sin, but the Lord changed my heart to being uh, faithful to my wife. Uh, I'm thankful for the Holy Spirit because He, he gave me a discerning heart yeah. because the enemy knows my weaknesses. The enemy yeah. uh, deceived me, but thankful to the Holy Spirit because uh, He gave me a kanang, kanang conviction to not to go back my life before. Amen. Yeah, I'm so kanang, I'm so blessed right now because uh, I do not I do not want I do not want to back my old life. I did not want to be enslaved of sin. But now I'm, I'm continue to live in Christ and continue to serve with Christ because it's very hard my life before. It's, it's awesome. It's one of it's one of the things that I've been thankful for, that mm. too, with God that when He knew the Lord, it was really my prayer because before He met the Lord, I He always have uh, women texting Him, you know, like wow. this. We yeah. I've experienced like, who's this? Who's this? And like yeah, that. Yeah. And then when He knew the Lord, um, I have this um, uh security in my heart that mm. I know my husband will be faithful because That's awesome. he, he, he has the fear of the Lord he knew the Lord and so sometimes spouses need to forgive yeah, yeah. before Christ mm-hmm. you know if any man be in Christ mm. he's a new Christian any woman be in Christ a new Christian yeah. old things pass away behold all things become new and if we learn how to forgive and love one another yeah. not judging each other for who we used to be yeah. but who we are now in Christ it helps us to be able to have a love for somebody that may have hurt us. Yeah. yeah. And there are marriages out there. There are families that are have hurt that that we try to hide and look perfect on the outside. Mm-hmm. We go to church. Yeah. We try and do what we see the other families doing, the other married couples do. But then it all boils down to surrender. Yeah. It all comes down to what am I allowing God to do in my heart? Mm-hmm. Now you know, it's amazing to see how faithful the Lord has been in your lives. Mm-hmm. And now your kids are growing up. Yeah. With Christian parents, with people that love Jesus, and they're, they're just beautiful kids. And one day, they're going to find a godly spouse because they watched how their parents submitted their lives to Jesus. And look, no marriage is perfect. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'll tell you this, is that... When Casey and I first got married, we often say it was like uh, the World Wrestling Federation <laughs> that you see on TV sometimes, you know, where these guys are hitting each other with elbows. Now, we didn't hit each other with elbows, but we argued and we fought and mm. fought and fought like cats and dogs, yeah. you know? But eventually, we each had to surrender our will to Jesus. Mm. And as we did, God gave us his love for one another. Yeah. We only have about a minute left. What would you say to people today that are listening to you guys that say, my family is broken. My husband, my wife is away from me. Uh, we've, we've hurt each other so much. Our kids are prodigals. Well, how, how could you encourage those couples, those families today? Uh, like, uh, like, uh, like earlier, I said that I'm a slave of sin before, but my wife is they always praying for me they did wow. not stop to pray for me yeah he basically he's saying yeah. is, is prayer is important yeah and um do not surrender uh what struggles you are facing even if you want to kill each other do not <laughs> surrender yeah um you know be sleep before you go to sleep just pray in the lord and ask for help because 
um, for us, marriage, our marriage now is different than before. Yeah. Our marriage before is, you know, when, when we don't have Christ, it's really different. Yeah. But now that we have Christ, it, it, it's more different, but it's, it's like we can conquer Yeah. Um, you know uh, the, the things that we are facing because of of, of God. The, the important is the there's a forgiveness. Yeah. There's forgiveness. A understanding each other. Wow. Sometimes we argue each other, mm. but even if it's not my fault, her fault, but I, I need to <laughs> ask forgiveness. The, I need to ask forgiveness even if she had a. Because we're always right. Yeah. <laughs> I ask for I ask forgiveness to to mm. stop the the conflict. Yeah. The, wow. No. Yeah. Uh, we need to kanang. Uh, kanang humble yeah. and yeah. understand and understand so awesome. and patient con- and continue to love each other even if it's uh, things are not right it's you know mm-hmm. sometimes you know that's what we gotta do yeah you know we're out of time today but we're so proud of you guys Casey and I have watched you and your family for so long and it's amazing to see what God's done and I know that he's using it to produce fruit that other people could taste and see mm. that the Lord is good. Listen, thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to find out more about Bobby and Anna and their ministry, you can contact us at info at revivalcry.org or go to our website, www.revivalcry.org. God bless you. We'll see you next time. God bless everyone. Thank you for listening to Revival Cry with Eric Miller. Please subscribe, rate, and write a review for this podcast on iTunes, cpnshows.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. To find out more or partner with our missions work around the world, please visit us at revivalcry.org. I look forward to being with you next week.